0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Podcast. I'm Mark, and as always, I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nath. Cat Dad. Cat Dad, indeed. How are we? Oh, well.
1: Yeah, r- raring to go for it. It's um, It's been interesting the last couple of weeks. Um, oh. Played lots of games and done lots of stuff. So, yeah. That's pretty much the opposite of me. I've not really done that much. <laughs> yes, but... You've had a bit
0: of time off, haven't you, uh, Mark? So, um Oh, before the last podcast. Was it? times flies. Yeah. I've still not done much then anyway, so went back to work, but let's not get into that. Okay. Uh, so news. Give um, me the news, boys. Give me some interesting news. Right,
1: I'll give you some news. Super Mario is turning 35 years old. Oh, happy birthday. He's a very old plumber. Uh, well, mid-range plumber. But anyway. Um So, due to his 35th anniversary, um, Nintendo are releasing um, the Super Mario 3D All-Stars game. So, this is going to include three games. So, Super Mario 64 that came out for the N64, um, Super Mario Sunshine that came out for the GameCube, and Super Mario Galaxy that came out for the Nintendo Wii. Um, Some people... um, Uh, including myself, would have liked to see Super Mario Galaxy 2 as well, because out of Super Mario Galaxy and Galaxy 2, I prefer to. I think they did a lot more with it, and it was a bit of a better game. But that's just me. Um, With the game, um, you get 170-plus playable tracks, um, so the in-game music, so you've got that as well. So that's a nice little addition. Um, And that's going to be released on the 18th of September. 2020, so Ooh, not long away. Is that good? Um weeks off, more. yeah, a couple of weeks away. So uh, that's definitely going to be um, in my basket when that gets released. So that'd be cool because I, I like Mario. Um, also, what they're doing, they're going to release a um, the gaming watch. So for anybody that doesn't know what the gaming watch is, it was the first handheld device that Nintendo did. So it was these little. Um, little plastic things with a led well with a screen on and it was a clock and it had little mini games on so um how can i compare it so you've know the really primitive games that just use moving um, pixels um it's a bit like that and they released wow. loads of them um so they've they've brought that back It's got a colour scheme that matches the uh, Famicom. So that's the Japanese equivalent of the uh, NES for us. Um, And I think it looks really nice. It's got like the the Famicom red and gold colour scheme. Um, On that, you're going to get Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers The Lost Levels, um, a game called Ball, and that's going to be the Mario version. And it's also going to be a digital clock. And there's a cat there for Matt. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Cats. Um, and that's going to be cat. that's going to be released on the thirteenth of November, um, for forty nine ninety nine. But I've seen it a bit cheaper in some other places, so I think that'd be a nice little keepsake for people to have. Um, so yeah, what are, what are other people's thoughts on the thirty um, fifth anniversary of Mario? Would you want to have seen more, or do you think they've done quite well?
2: Um, I think for what they they showed off, I thought it was. Um... It's pretty decent amount of stuff because I think along with um, along with Super Mario 3D All Stars and the Game Watch, they sure off that they're bringing Super Mario 3D World to the Switch as well, um, which I believe it came out on the Wii U originally. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're gonna do like a, I suppose a deluxe edition of that one, um, along with some added. Um, Content to it that I don't think that we've got. It's called Bowser's Fury. Oh, cool! Um, so that should be interesting. I think that's coming out on the twelfth of February next year. So, um, not massively long to wait, but um, yeah. yeah. And They've then, given
1: us enough to tide us over for now.
2: Yeah, um, I think two two of the stuff that was that actually piqued my interest outside of 3D All Stars was. They've announced, um, like, a Battle Royale take on the original Super Mario Bros., which was Okay. Called, so it's called Super Mario Bros. 35. Um, it's in the similar vein of Tetris 99, where you play, you play like, a normal game of Super Mario Bros. with 34 other people. Mm-hmm. And how it works is that the enemies that you take out in your game can intersect into someone else's game so they'll just appear in that game and like vice versa so like it's essentially just being able to outlast like three or four of the people of like just Mm -hmm. enemies coming into your game then like going into theirs and there's like um there's a little system that you can use to select who you want
1: the enemies to go to
2: sort of so i think there was like one was just like random so they'll just go to a random person's game one with the highest coins, one with the lowest time. So I think that's like someone who's obviously time's running out sooner than anyone else, and they're probably uh, probably a bit more pressure on them to try and yeah. get their levels and stuff. <laughs> and I can't remember there, there was another one that I couldn't quite remember. I um, don't know why you do it, but it looks quite fun. Um, I mean, it's it's coming out. It's coming out. I think it's the, the first of October this year. Mm-hmm. Um, strangely enough, and this is something else that I spotted that they announced for Super Mario 3D All-Stars, um, is that it will only be available until the 31st of March next year. Right, okay. Um, which is a bit weird, and they've not really made an explanation as to why. Or at least I've not seen online. Like I
1: think, I think they're trying to create some artificial scarcity and to make it like a keepsake to make people buy it because they know it's not going to be around forever.
2: Yeah. Um, I wonder if they've got some potentially big planned around that, that time. Maybe it's something like, oh, you won't be able to get it on Switch, but maybe... Or if there's another system. Maybe. I don't Fingers know. Fingers crossed. It's, like, I'm just thrown out there. There, is, there, was, there wasn't any like, definite reason as to why they've done this, especially for 3D All-Stars, because that one's even more kind of strange why you would only make that available until then got um yeah the, so that, that looked quite interesting and then they showed off a like a real life ar racing car game yeah uh, that was called
1: oh yeah
2: live home circuit yeah uh it looks very intriguing essentially um you've got you've got like a mario kart in real life that's got sort of like an ar camera on it and you've got placed checkpoints that you can place around your room and then you can drive around through these checkpoints initially making your own track in effect and then once you've done that you can actually play you're essentially playing Mario Kart in real life it's it's really it looks cool but I'm like I don't think like I've got anywhere in my room that I could probably pull that off but yeah I'd say it looks playable
1: yeah oh definitely I'd be interested to see what people do with it um because you see people set like train tracks and stuff up and it's really um detailed um mm, and i yeah. imagine some people will make uh, might do the same and they'll make their own tracks up and um post them on social media so, so it'll be interesting to see what people do with it um mm, yeah yeah <laughs> yeah oh I'm, i think i might buy that actually it does sound really you cool
2: uh well i believe it's uh did it did it give a? released it yeah. 16th of october this year so Boy, man, they're chucking stuff at us aren't they <laughs> yeah i can imagine that'll be like the most sought out toy for christmas for everyone yeah I'm
1: sure. <laughs> i've seen it i think it's about 70 or 80 pounds isn't it something like that
0: something like that
2: yeah
0: i think the new consoles might be bad. <laughs> <laughs> well see for nintendo but, but yeah <laughs> well yeah 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 i mean you gotta keep those nintendo boys happy aren't you that's yeah. it boys that's it. and girls <laughs> Including, including you, Mark. Wink, wink. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mister Nintendo. Oh, this guy. I've got nothing against Nintendo. It's just they just never they've just never grabbed me anything in that they release. Mm. It's all mm. Mario, that kind of thing. It's just I never played that sort of stuff when I was younger, so it's just that's why I just never yeah. managed to get into. The it. first party stuff just put you puts you off a little bit. Yeah, that so, was
2: like my introduction into gaming, Nintendo. Like I absolutely got hooked from it.
0: No. Yeah, I never did, but you know, Nintendo does its thing well. It does what it does well. Well, that's it's true. Yeah, uh, I've got a, uh, a bit of than news. So, uh, <laughs> CD Projekt Red apparently has spent now over 121 million dollars on development for Cyberpunk 2077. Plumbag. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's quite. That's, that's quite a amount. amount of money. Yeah. yeah, that's like Hollywood film time money in fact some are even less than that uh they better be good oh
2: no i think it will be i don't think it's the most expensive game that's been made though i think if i recall
1: i think destiny were meant to be the first billion yeah dollar game like over its um over its runtime
2: in terms I don't of know. what they
0: were going to do to it
2: yeah, I don't know about billion. I know, I think when the first one came out, it was it was known to have made.
0: Surely you can't spend a billion in a game. I think I think it was two hundred million back.
2: I think it was two hundred million that Destiny initially cost. I don't know if it is gone to a billion. The the whole idea of what they wanted to do, because um, that broke down immediately. Um, Activision went, went, didn't really uh, follow Bungie's idea of they always made Destiny like a ten year plan. Like, just keep updating it. Keep that's updating it. I it. think
1: that was the thing. It was going to be the billion
2: dollars over, like, the 10-year plan to put yeah. that kind of money into it. Well, that was it. It was going to be a 10-year plan. And then I think Activision was like, actually, we'd rather you just make a sequel, um, which I think they ended up doing. And I think that's where, like, the divide started happening between Bungie and Activision, which caused mm-hmm. Bungie to um, separate themselves from Activision and somehow managed to get the IP for Destiny as well so they essentially now what Destiny 2 is what they're building for it is essentially I think what they really wanted for Destiny but it was an expensive game when it first came out I know it was it was it was pretty expensive.
1: Yeah when um do you know when games cost a lot of money? I almost feel obliged to buy it, Do you know, if it's a really cheap price. Cause like, oh, they put so much money into this, and I can buy it for about three quid. Like, oh, go on then, I'll give it a go. <laughs> but it's just but
0: it's just really a... helping
2: other developers, though, aren't you? Just <laughs> but,
0: because they put yeah, my... money into it. it doesn't mean it's good, though. Well, oh, true. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. I mean, it's at like least De- it's like Destiny doesn't interest me. Mm.
2: I think Destiny was good. Um, the gunplay was really solid because I mean, it's made by the people who made Halo. They know how to make. First best, best shooters. Um, I just think the idea of it, of um, it being. Uh, was it like the first game to really embrace like the the games as a service? Because that's kind of like where it was. It's
0: probably the one that popularized it, that's what you
2: I think yeah. it popularized it because I think it, what it really wanted to be is like it wanted to be an MMO but also not be an MMO in effect. Like it had a lot of MMO designed. Uh, designs of like you know you get loot um you go on raids or what the equivalent is of destiny yeah um you know you group up you can do um like dungeons and stuff or i guess the destiny's equivalent again i'm not sure um and it also had that like social hub of where you could bump into people as well which was very mmo like but it just weren't do you know what I mean? It weren't quite an MMO. But I think it really wanted to be.
1: Yeah, it had all those factors incorporated into it. And yeah, that's what it wanted to get
2: on onto that style of
1: game. Cause well, once you can get somebody hooked on an MMO, that's it. It's it's done. I mean you look at look at games like World of Warcraft and yeah, it's just mm. absolutely massive.
0: I think this is why I never get along with those sort of games. It's like expecting you to put your entire life into it it's just like i've got too many other games to play
2: well that's it yeah Yeah, yeah. that's it yeah please uh, refer um,
0: to my backlog to the right
2: yeah (laughs) Yeah. i've known quite a few people who are still like primarily just playing destiny 2 and it's just like how do you not like how do you find the time to do that and like still play other games i don't yeah that blows my mind a bit
1: Uh, variety is the flavor of life my friend just play something else I can't talk. I play a lot of FIFA.
0: <laughs> we all play a lot of FIFA. Not as much as you. But... <laughs> yeah, every time I log on online, it says you're know FIFA.
1: <laughs> <laughs> FIFA career, to be FIFA. honest, recently I have mixed it up a bit, but um, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, <laughs> I've got another piece of news. Um, so, a study was done, and it's shown that Xbox gamers are more toxic than PlayStation users. So, this um, this was posted by um, Hyperbeast. So they did a questionnaire and they surveyed a thousand gamers to determine which console users were the most toxic when it comes to online gameplay. Um, so in this, they surveyed PC, mobile, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, Nintendo Switch gamers. And it was determined um, the titles which had the most toxic gaming experience, um, was Battlefield, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, FIFA, and I think this one's going to surprise everybody, Animal Crossing. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Wow.
1: Nice. Yeah, Um, yeah, so it was broken down in terms of consoles, and Xbox scored the highest in physical aggression, verbal aggression, anger, and hostility. Physical Physical. aggression. We'll get to this. Um, and on top of the Xbox findings, data also revealed that Animal Crossing players were some of the most aggressive. And Minecraft players are the most hostile. Which, wow. Which you think all these gun games and violent games, you think, oh, they'd be more hostile on that. But I think that totally blows out of the water that your games have got, to, well, that gunplay games make people
2: aggressive. Um
1: you'll find this questionnaire.
2: Oh, no. I know. I I have heard about like, especially if you go like to online um, Minecraft servers. I I have heard of like people being absolutely just idiots, should we say, uh, <laughs> to to new people trying to join the server. So yeah. I've heard I've heard I've heard on the Minecraft side of it. but I've never heard of it on Animal Crossing. That's a new one. Yeah, I, I, that
1: totally blew me away when I saw Animal Crossing. I'm like, what?
2: They must be fighting like, over
1: like trade prices or something. <laughs> like, no, yeah, probably, probably these are my rebels, you. Bells, <laughs> yeah. Um, right, is a is um, a little quiz for you. So, out of the thousand people um, that were questionnaire, there were certain amount of controllers that were broken. So Xbox and PS4 controllers were damaged in anger um, over a twelve month period. How many controllers do you think out of the thousand? Out of a thousand, one thousand. Yeah. Yeah, one thousand people questionnaire. How many no, controllers <laughs> do you think were damaged? That was his answer. All <laughs> one thousand. Uh oh,
0: I uh, think it might shock you. I'm, I'm gonna go with something like six hundred and fifty, something like that. Okay. Uh, I'm I want to go with I wanna go with five
2: hundred. it's by even, I think, I think it's even. Five hundred.
1: Yeah. Well, Matthew, you were closer, so it's four hundred and thirty-eight. Ooh. So that's that's quite a lot of controllers. Like, if you surveyed a 1,000 people and they damaged 430 controllers over a 12-month period, that's... that's Have either of you done this? I've damaged controllers in the past. In the PlayStation 3 era, I went through a couple of controllers. Was this FIFA related? FIFA, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I actually... This was quite... Well, it wasn't skillful. I actually chucked a controller. It bounced off my sofa onto the ceiling, onto another wall, and then onto the floor. I know, I should have videoed it for TikTok, <laughs> but TikTok weren't a thing back then. Um, it and it survived. It, <laughs> um, it survived? Yeah, it survived to, to play another day. Um, oh. Actually, well, it reminds,
0: yeah, reminds, reminds me of your wee remote story, actually, as well, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. A, like, well, that wasn't in anger, was it? That was just. Anger. No, that wasn't in anger. That was just <laughs> me being
1: stupid, not, not putting the arm still um, survive the thing on yeah the fireplace didn't
0: but, i mean they're robust yeah. gotta give them that yeah,
2: you know, it's yeah
0: they must know what they what they're doing
2: they know what they're doing over there in yeah
0: definitely yeah so um, wrap
2: if i just inject in because I, I didn't put my answer so, um i can put my hand on heart and say i've never broken a controller out of anger that's shocking matthew <laughs> to be quite honest I think you're more. Verbal. I break other things. I break other things, well, that's true. but I, I have the that's sense to like... not break the thing that I need to play with. <laughs>
0: yeah, you punch cupboards and drawers and things, don't you? Yeah. I used to. I think I've got a lot yeah, better. I've got a lot better over the last. Uh, I've probably years. inherited that more than you actually. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. You've gone. I used You've to be gone, yeah. I've never smashed a controller. It's like I've wanted to, but then I think actually this is too expensive. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> they has just oh, got
2: to the point it. where i've like wound up to go throw it and they're it's like, like um, no put it back down that'll I'll, tell I'll, you oh I'll, I'll throw it at something I know it's soft and it won't break
0: yeah you thought it would like a pillow or something <laughs> have it yeah just like full pelt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: oh cool well um
1: if anybody wants to see the full survey results um just go to the hyperbeast website and you'll be able to see the study that was done and there's a link to the survey on there so um Yeah, I thought that was quite interesting, to be honest.
0: Mm. Elsewhere, Fall Guys has become the number one downloaded PS Plus game of all time. Wow. I mean, I can
1: see why. It's absolutely
0: fantastic. Mm. I've actually started to fall out of love with it a bit. I think I find it a bit stale now. Or maybe it's because I keep getting to the final and failing. Maybe that's Mm. it.
2: I think that's. But, yeah, I think
0: that's Because I always get to the end and then it's hexagon, and I'm just like, <laughs> I can't <Hexagon>? do this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's a <Hexagon? it>. great instinct <laughs> <scene. laughs> yeah. It's like I might oh, stay wow. up. I stay up on the top level for quite a, like the top two for quite a bit, mm. and then suddenly I will end up plummeting like three floors. <laughs> yeah, it's all over. And then by that point, that's it. I might as well just give up.
1: Yeah. But yeah.
0: Don't worry, Mark. I'm yeah. rubbish
1: as well. I've never won.
0: Um, yeah. I know Matt has, but, but Apparently. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never, never seen, seen it before. What? Mr. Well, Photo yeah. Shop. Yeah, we
2: never happened to see it. Oh we? shop. <laughs> Excuse me. Let me get my screenshots of the two that I won last night. Thank you very much.
0: Oh two last night. It was two it was two other nights. Yeah. Here we go.
2: Yeah. No, yeah. 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 it's not my fault. I finally won the um that jump showdown.
1: Oh
2: nice. Oh yes. That would that was just like uh, five minutes of just about two me and one of bloke just kept on jumping up the bars all the time and he finally got caught on one. I was like, yes, finally <laughs> die, just go. Did you not, not grab it, it, it?
0: No, I was I would grab whenever I grab it always
2: goes against me if I try and grab someone. So I'm um, I'm very I say I'm a nice player. Sometimes I can get a bit grabby, but don't tell that So yeah. And then I won uh, hexagon again as well. I won that one again. Um, of
0: course, of course. Just repeating, Matthew. Just, it in. <laughs> just rub it in. Yeah, that's it.
2: Sorry,
1: it's fine. Oh, that'd be hilarious <laughs> if it came down to you two on hexagon. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'd
2: love it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd run over tomorrow. Just try and sabotage you. <laughs> Give him a big
0: one. Yeah, come on, throw, throw you away. off.
2: I'll just, I'll just grab him and then just like let him be on on the bomb <laughs> as you're <Yeah.
0: we're> falling. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know.
2: <laughs> but for what it's worth,
1: Mark, if if it ever came down to me and you and we got to Hex again, I'd let you win, just so you could have it.
0: Oh, no, no, I don't want to be gifted it. I want to fight no. for it. I fight but for it. I'll, I'll we'll it leave you to for it. <laughs> I don't want a pig crown. We'll just grab each other <laughs> and then we'll both jump off at the same time. <laughs> yeah. We're we'll Like, like yeah. Fall like, Guys, like, Romeo and Juliet. We'll go together. It's like the end of Thelma and Louise. <laughs> Jumping off the cliff. Yeah, that's that's right. Was,
2: that, was I playing with you guys? It might have been on PC. There was, um, when when it first came out, uh, I'd gone to Fall Mountain and essentially me and, me and this one guy grabbed the crown at the same time. And it initially, um, you know when it, it comes up with the, whoever's on the podium, it came mm. up with the other guy on the podium. So I was like, you're joking. It's told me it's won because it comes up with like the crown symbol for if you did win it. Yeah. And it showed him as the podium. But then when it got to like, the results page, I got the crown. I was like, Oh, we must have both got it. (laughs) I was like, I've never seen it before. I was like, well, take it, because I'm pretty sure I grabbed it. (laughs) I mean, I think in terms of Fall Guys
1: falling off a bit for you, (laughs) not that crap, Um, it's only the first season, so they're going to build on it, aren't they? They're going to have more challenges, different games. Um, So I think there's a lot more to come from it, and they'll just
0: build. I think, I think my mothers is that I keep getting end up putting on the same games for some reason. Mm. I don't know why. There's some games that I've not played for quite a while. It just keeps putting on the same ones.
2: Yeah, well, I've not played DoorDash
0: for ages. I missed that one. Oh, I keep on getting DoorDash
2: now. Um, they did like they did an update to try and better figure out. So when when usually you got you get your first game, and that goes over, and then it'll try and determine depending on how many players are left whether there used to be like a team game or if it's something else like since this update I've seen perfect match a lot like mm. it comes up a lot and it it hardly eliminates people really yeah so, like you get into like the next one and it's probably like slime climb or something um God, it's really rare that you see like team games now <laughs> especially there's even when there's enough players for like a team game sometimes you just don't even, don't even pick it I'm like I, I think they should program it so that like after the first game, if there is enough people for a team game, it needs to be a team game, and then the next one shouldn't be a team game. Like I think they've got a set, so you don't get a team game after team game. Like sometimes mm-hmm. you did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I, I think they just need to tweak it. Because the thing bit, is, yeah. if
0: they're doing like half, you know, so you've got to have like an even split for a team game. obviously, yeah. After one of those teams is gone, it's likely that that's going to be an even team, even set again, isn't it? Yeah, quite possibly. Than the team game, yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, speaking of downloads, uh, the Marvel Avengers beta uh, globally became the most downloaded beta in PlayStation history. So a lot of people bought got that. Mm. That one. Of I, I've thoughts. not got it, but yeah.
1: What What are the general thoughts on it? Yeah, uh,
0: well, from done the that. beta. Yeah. Well, I made my thoughts. Well, I told you my thoughts on the last episode, but uh, mm. I wasn't all too convinced with it. But, but the game's out now, isn't it? So, mm. yeah. but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that it became the most downloaded beta of all time on PlayStation. So, a lot of people seem to be interested in it because I know there were a lot of people who were wondering, well, a lot of people didn't think it looked all that, really. Mm. So, so I'm maybe people were just curious about it. Yeah. I think.
3: Because well, just... well,
0: that's why I did it, to be honest, because I was just curious yeah. about it because I wasn't sure if it would be up my alley or not. Mm-hmm. And I'm still questioning it. Mm. But yeah, uh, any other news?
2: Uh, well, I wanted to inject this in just after the Fall Guys thing. Might be me to it. Um, there was uh, So there was Gamescom that happened um, over the last two weeks. I think it was about two weeks ago. Um, yeah. Not a lot that came out of it that interested me outside of for Fall Guys. We got to see a sneak peek of what's going to be in Season 2, uh, which is coming out in October. Mm -hmm. um so it's got a very medieval theme to it so a lot of costumes going to be like um knights dragons wizards uh that kind of stuff um and then they showed off a couple of the um of the games that they're going to be that they're going to be doing um season two i'm not sure if this whole season two game of well season two of games will replace what's currently in season one or if they're just going to so sort of interchange, sort of mix and match between both of them. But um, a couple of them, one one looked like um, the game title, is called uh, Hoopsy Daisy. Um, but it's going to be more physics-based And that, like, to get to some hoops, you've got to, like, move platforms um, around to get to, like, higher ledges to get to mm-hmm. them, which looks quite interesting. It, look, it, look, it looks like, um, I mean, overall, the whole season two thing it looks like they should off a lot more that would require um, a lot of teamwork um between players so yeah. well, that's how, go that, well. how that's gonna go well I'm not sure because um another just know two should... people out of
0: the side just pulling either way that's what's gonna yeah, be that's what I feel like it's gonna <laughs> just be a, a tug sh- a wall that's what it's gonna be. Yeah. That's um, another game shelf. just have a tug of wall. That'd be a good one. Just have a gap like people just
1: button mashing to see who wins or something. No you just like grab the rope you just four guys you can
2: have that one for free. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, another that <laughs> so another game that showed off... So another game that showed off was a variation on um, sort of DoorDash, but instead of that, it's kind of... It's like castle walls that you've got to, again, drag platforms to other platforms to get over each wall section, mm-hmm. um, which looked fun. And then uh, another one looked like a variation on the game type that's called... Is it Hit Parade? I think so. The one that you know, you start off with like um, the forked, um, like, forked path, so you're like two yellows and then one blue to get on top of the platform, or else you fall down to slime and you have to climb up, and then yeah, I
0: know you have to get
2: through like the balls and stuff. Um, so they that's look... all
0: that the wall goggs in and out in the middle, yeah, yeah. Happens,
2: yeah. So there's a variation on that, but very medieval theme. So it looked like towards the end, they had like roller balls with spikes on that you had to like navigate. Through, uh, it's all really interesting, and it's coming out in October. So look forward to the, to uh, to that when it comes out.
0: Um, well, it'd be good to see it, see some changes. Yeah, get me back into it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for a lot, a lot, of games, com it was just more of updates than anything else, really. I mean, we saw more of Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. More, <laughs> um, more about um, Ratchet and Clank and a few other games. One game that surprisingly um, gripped me was the Black Ops Cold War game. Like I'd, I'm not really into Black Ops personally, but it yeah. did actually look quite good because um, we got a, quite a, a fairly long trailer. Um, so it's going to be a continuation of the original Black Ops game in terms of the story. Yep. Um, and it's going to be launching on the 13th of November. So... Not too far away. It is gonna have like next generation version as well. Um, mm.
0: uh, how you are you... Put, don't you have to pay extra for
1: that? Though? Yeah, you'll need
2: to pay extra for that, obviously. Of
0: course.
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's has uh, gotta pay for that ray tracing. I, think my rent. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. I think there's a standard edition and I think there's like a a ten pound upgrade if you didn't buy the like the I suppose the next gen version mm-hmm. instead. Um Mm, yeah, well, I mean, it finally got revealed after all the leaks and spoilers for it on
0: yeah.
2: the retail packets.
0: <laughs> just, just get this because you just mentioned it was the thirteenth of November, didn't you? Yeah. Mm. So that means thirteenth of November, Call of Duty, seventeenth of November, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, nineteenth of November, Cyberpunk. That's going to be a very expensive week if you're going to get all them games. Blimey. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Well, that and if. If if they're clearly next they're, gen as well. Yeah, they're clearly lo- launching then for the next yeah, gen. Yeah,
1: it's got to be. Well, well um, off mm. the back of that, PlayStation have set up a website where you can um, sign up and um, receive information on when the pre-orders are going to go live. Mm. So, well, hopefully it should be soon when we can start pre-ordering our purchases. Because I'm I'm eager. Don't know about yeah. everybody else. Because there's just been so much build-up to it, and so much of a standoff just... between microsoft and sony as to who's gonna put the cards down first and say right it's this
0: price just i think it's got to happen very shortly now i think well that's it we're in in the end game now (laughs) 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 someone's gonna have to say something Mm. to be honest i I don't care just let's just get it i think i think we are probably speaking on behalf of all gamers then it's just like we've seen all your games We've all had ideas of which one we're going to get, or we're going to get both, or whatever. Yeah. Just give us the information. Let's save. Us, I mean, I'm sure anybody with any sense has been saving money now, but it'd still be nice to know how much of that money we're actually supposed to be able to spend. Well, that's it.
3: So,
0: yeah. We because obviously, like the console might be I don't know six hundred quid, shall we say? Let's just, I'll just throw that in the air six hundred quid, and then obviously you got the games. They'll probably be what sixty quid each, maybe something like that. Yeah, you got to think fifty, sixty quid each. Deluxe editions might even be more if you get any. So, talking up to grand, just to, if you want to get a bunch of games with it, then there's things like peripherals, you know, if you want it. Well, that's controller. if you want the camera, the charging yeah, the camera. dock. Um... You know, it's not. It's not like a cheap all this stuff. It's just they've got to give us some sort of idea, and obviously, like with Christmas coming up, yeah. you've got to prepare for all this. Like, oh, what, like the the money you're going to save for other people's christmas presents or are well, you're just gonna, blow, are you just gonna blow all your cash on your playstation or xbox
1: <laughs> yeah sorry everyone there's gonna be yeah. no christmas <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so you're there, xbox, bro- bye. yeah that's it you've got your, um, your sony <laughs> yeah. headset sony camera playstation 5 your xbox series x yeah. <laughs> well,
0: metal, but, oh. by this by the next podcast i want an announcement yeah i want to know <laughs> right this is so a Microsoft, Sony.
1: You've got two weeks. Come on, yeah. get it done. Um, how mm-hmm. is a is one thing. How's your hard drive space? Because Black Ops is going to be a hundred gig, oh, and I'm guessing Cyberpunk's going to be a fair size, and mm-hmm. and Assassin's Creed Valhalla. So personally, I'm going to have to clear clear some space out for all these games that are coming up, and then the day one patches on top of them. Well, exactly the forty gig oh. day one
2: patch, inevitably. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't forget the continuous updates to uh, Call of Duty. It ends up to being about two hundred gigabytes, bloody bit.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, all of the games you're gonna have to go. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> it's, it's a crazy time though. It that's good. is. It's gonna be when they release. It's gonna be an unbelievable time for games. It really is, especially with yeah. those games coming out, like t- two weeks before that like, Call of Duty is Watch Dogs Legion as well. Yeah, it's so just like yeah, it's about a month before it's FIFA. The week before that is Crash Bandicoot and Star Wars, the um, mm. so. uh squadrons is it called? Yeah. Squadrons. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
0: It's just mental. mental. There's too many
2: games. There's too
0: many games. <laughs> it's like it's like it's for about two months now I've got to try and get through all my backlog of all games ever. Just like that's yeah, not that's, going that's, that's that's <laughs> <too often>. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did
1: um did any award winners stand out to you? In Gamescom? award winners? Mm. I don't know
0: what the award winners were. So. you mind
2: going through that because I, I think I so missed
1: I'll th- so there's quite a lot but I'll point out some of the um some of the highlights okay so best action adventure game watchdog legion so
2: that's that's good oh there was shown at gamescom yeah so. yeah okay all right yeah okay No. I, yeah good I that yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that I do live look at. that
1: mm. um this is this might be quite surprising to you both the most wanted hardware
0: slash technology. Xbox Series X. I, th- I think because like the power thing, isn't it? I think a lot of people. Well, that's. It, I, th- yeah.
2: I think in Europe there's there's more of an even. St- I want to say there's an even split between Xbox and PlayStation, I think, because like, obviously in Japan it's all about Nintendo and Sony, and America, mm. is probably more lent leaned to um, Microsoft. So I well, think that's. Europe's well, very... that's
1: it's an American company, isn't it? So they're gonna want to invest in their own.
2: Um, rather than Sony on yeah. Nintendo. But I think as well, I think just, just the Game Pass is just, it's just a it's a big, like, trump card for Microsoft or Sony at this point. Well, they've done it so well, and they've made
1: it fairly affordable. Um, And the, the, the games that they've got on there, they're like the AAA newest games. So it's yeah. games that you would go out and spend 50 quid on. So that's when it's worth it to you. And you're yeah. getting them day one as well. So I think that's something that Xbox has done really well. Um, yeah. Best sports game,
2: you know Tony so Hawk FIFA?
1: Pro Skater 1 and 2.
2: Thank Christ. Yeah. If you If you were going to say yeah. FIFA, I have punched them on it. <laughs> um,
1: best role-playing game, Cyberpunk 2077. So that's... Um, no surprise there. So that's uh, good. Best PC game, also Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk won quite a few things, actually. I can imagine. Um, best ongoing game: Borderlands Three. So I think
2: we need to get on that one. Ooh, that's well, we need to get through the first two first. Well, that's true.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm
2: gonna have to drag you both from <laughs> Please.
1: Um, and then the best Nintendo Switch game: um, Little Nightmares Two. I did see the um, the trailer for that. It did look quite interesting. There's there's a whole lot more. Um, yeah. That you can go and check out, but they're the ones that stood out to me.
0: Cool. Well. You mentioned the best sports game there, and uh, I, I see you didn't mention Madden Twenty One, Gus. I know, I know you love your, your, your NFL, you guys. You know, I like my NFL. Oh yeah, big on oh, those here. Bears. Yeah, Who's <laughs> well, a team called the Bears. So, but um, anyway, Madden, Madden Twenty One on the PS4 has received the lowest Metacritic score of all time on any platform in any genre.
2: Wow, even lower <laughs> than. More than WWE 2K20.
0: Sixteen thousand four hundred and thirty-four out of sixty thousand four hundred thirty-four. Because <laughs> apparently, it adds nothing new, and it's just a completely glitchy mess.
1: I heard this because it's got like screenshots from the game like a couple of um, years ago as well. So they've okay. not
0: even patched it properly. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. So I'll be avoiding that one. <laughs> There's a game but, lower than WWE. Well at the time when I read this it, this was the lowest whether that's changed now I don't know well, as, as of about two or three days ago this, this was the lowest anyway I'll be avoiding that one I mean I'm well, Madden 20 mm-hmm. so at least I have to buy this one Well that's
1: so you don't need yeah. to upgrade do you you can, um, you can keep your money in your pocket right. for the upcoming games that are coming up.
0: Another bit of news that guy announced was um, The Witcher 3 is going to get a free upgrade mm. for the next generation I've still not played that of course so i'm actually that actually gives me a reason to not bother playing it yet until i get the next well console. that's it you can hold off and play something else in the meantime yeah because I've, um, I've got the complete edition and it's yeah great, great in all of it so hmm. actually, i've really played fun.
1: yeah it's it is a really good game i've played i've not put much time into it Played 15 hours or so which is nothing for a game like the witcher 3 yeah, but Give gonna be a time sink isn't it yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm i really enjoy it though it's the combat's really cool. The the in-game, like mini-games that you can play, because it's like card games you can do as well. Um, the hunting aspect of going to find the creatures that you need to kill. Um, all the powers of being a witcher. It is really cool. And the RPG elements as well, because you can um, you try and get
0: in with the ladies. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Right, okay. I right, don't okay. know why character. you play that. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Triss or a Yennefer person?
1: I, I'm Yennefer. I don't know.
0: Oh, he wants to play the field. The, there yeah. is...
1: Um, <laughs> have you seen the cutscene of when he tries to play them both off? No. Uh, I don't think I have, no. no. Oh, well, right, I'm not going to say anything. Um, but yeah, it's pretty funny. It's, it's
0: Tris for me. Not like a redhead.
2: I'll, I'll, I'll probably see Yennefer, but only because I've watched the uh, the Netflix series and she's like...
0: Yeah, yeah and, the, and the books cool. as well. <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, and the books, yeah. I've actually been... Re- I've read... Um, I'll a couple of the books now, because the the TV series, or well, it's just a Netflix series, is based on the books and the games. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But I think the, the series will also start moving into, like, the games territory, because the games are ahead of what where the books are, basically. So mm. so that'll be cool. Uh, I've got one more piece of news, which um, cleverly links itself to what we've just talked about. Um, Netflix have announced they're going to be making a Resident Evil live-action series mm. um, for, some, I think, sometime next year. Now, it's gone a bit of um, backlash already from fans, from what I can see, um, if only because they're saying the series sometime kind of in, in a future. So, in effect, kind of separating itself from the games. So, it's, it's going to be featuring... Um, they're called as the Wesker kids so Wesker is kind of the main antagonist throughout most of the series that you find Um, and it's also going to be set in uh, what's called New Raccoon City um, which if you don't if you don't know Resident Evil um, the first three games are set within Raccoon City and by the end of the third game um, something Tragic happens, uh, not once. To... <laughs> something tragic happens. Tra- in it an evil uh, game. <laughs> yeah, and a Resident Evil game. Yeah. Never. Uh, I don't want to. Like, it, it, as, it as if the zombie apocalypse is not like... enough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to throw spoilers for people who might not have played it. I mean, it is a, a fairly old series now. Um, but if you haven't, then something well, happens. I
0: play the remasters. Well,
2: yeah, there, yeah. Um, highly recommend the Resident Evil two one. Um, third one's good, not as good, but I still enjoyed it. But, um. Yes, it's essentially just a, a new city that's built over, uh, I suppose, the ruins of what Recon City was. Um, but I think all the fans were really clamoring to see, essentially, like the game story being recreated live action, like the wide, wide out, what they really wired out of the film series, and sort of, but didn't quite get because it's very loosely based on on the game series. Um,
0: so is the series? Does it involve the actual characters we know, or is it like new people? Do we know?
2: Um, so far, they've only mentioned that the, um, these two kids. Um, I think what what they've said, because I think they released a synopsis, is that um, these two Wesker kids um, witnessed kind of what happened to the old and City, mm. and then there's a jump forward into into the future of them being in the new in the new city and then trying to get to grips with their family's history In yeah. effect, um, Whether it will involve any characters from the games, um, they've not said it could be possible. Um, but I think a lot of fans were really disappointed that it wasn't just kind of a, a retelling of the game story in effect from kind of like the first game. So that's what, that's what everyone really wanted. Um, Cause even Before the first film came out for Resident Evil, I think Giorgio Romero, um, who was famous for his Of the Dead series, did actually have a script based on the first game for that film, but it was never used. But I think it was, I think the actual script is, you can find it somewhere online of like how it was going to follow like the game fairly closely and stuff. So I think everyone just really wants that basically in live action, but it for some reason, they don't want to give us what we want.
0: <laughs> I think I see you setting that mansion in the first one. I think that might could look quite well. I totally yeah, that.
2: I, I I would I would like to see like a week or so before the whole incident happened, like how it slowly starts to. I mean, you wait start you wait to, get... to that bit. Yeah. Yeah, so you get to know a little bit more about the stars team, uh, like the stuff that they did prior to zombie hunting. <laughs> um you know got to know their backstory a bit how they like worked as a team and stuff and then you know slowly the the i suppose the disasters kind of starts creeping into into their lives and then, you know they get to do the whole mention stuff and then kind of go from there i think that would be i think it would be pretty cool but well i guess we'll just have to see what it goes Likely, yeah i mean i'll give everything a chance like i'd like to see like i'd like to see the first trailer and see kind of what kind of vibe they want to go with like if it's somewhat closer to how the films ended up, I don't think I'd be interested at all. Because <laughs> uh, last, the last film in the series goes. It's uh, surprised how long those best. films have gone on for.
0: Well, <laughs> they made a
2: lot of money. They, they well, made a lot. Well, well,
0: exactly. that's, well, yeah, that's why they kept going. Well, yeah, they're the most
2: successful game adaptation movie series.
0: Successful does it equal best though.
2: No, it doesn't. Yeah. But you know that money in Wes Anderson's pocket isn't, isn't gonna. Her, or anyone no. else? Is
0: it? <laughs> no, what was it wasn't Wes Anderson, was it? I think it was. It was. It's someone. It's not Wes Anderson. It's someone. It is someone Anderson though. I can't remember his name. Oh no, he might have pointed you. Because Wes Anderson does the comedy things.
2: No, he does, doesn't. He? Yeah, I got completely wrong.
0: Is it? I can't remember. I know it is something Anderson.
2: Someone Anderson and his wife was um, the main actress. There's uh, Milia
0: Jovovich? Jovovich, something like that. I don't know if you're, you're going pronounce it that way. But Something yeah. like that. But, yep. Right, so what have we been playing? Shall I kick off? Yay! Yeah,
2: hey. Hey. <laughs> uh,
0: well, to be honest, I can't say I've really played all that much. But what <laughs> I did play was a game called Skater XL. Now, hmm. if you have a look on the Joking Dolphin YouTube channel, just search Joking Dolphin on YouTube, uh, you'll find I put a little video out about how I failed spectacularly to pull off any tricks on it. Well, I managed to do, like, three grinds in total. Because the thing is, this, this is very much a simulation game of skateboarding, mm. which is really quite intriguing and interesting. So you move each foot independently using the sticks. But mm. it it gets a bit confusing when you try and you actually control your skater by using the shoulder buttons. So L2R2 right. is, is turning. So it takes a bit of use Ooh. to, like... Because you're always... Every other game ever invented pretty much just uses a stick to move. Yeah. So it, it, yeah. it always gets really confusing. Like you just start moving it. It's just like, why is he not doing anything? And then you just run into a wall and all that. So <laughs> if you check out the video, you'll find, you'll find that I did a lot of falling over. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually quite enjoyable in the end when, it, when I finally got to grips with it all. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's one of those games where it's just you just pick up, try it, and then you probably leave it for a bit and then come back to it and say, right, can I pull off that, that big trick? I have to say, when you did when you do pull something off, it does feel rewarding. Mm.
1: Well, that's because there's that much to even start moving on the game
0: yeah. and so it's to like, master it. So it's, it's like other games, you might just press one button and you do a kickflip, whereas this, mm. you've actually got to physically move the sticks in a certain direction in order to make sure your character does that particular kickflip. Mm-hmm. Mm. So when you do something that which sounds really basic and then you land it, it, it does feel quite rewarding, actually. I, do. I did like it. I did enjoy it, actually. But mm. um, That might not be the last time we speak about this particular sport. So, we might come on to that later.
1: Stay tuned,
0: yeah. dear listeners uh, and watchers. <laughs> uh, something else I've played, um, uh, well, that I've carried on playing is uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Uh, I've got to the Crocodile now, who hey. I, think you, I think you mentioned in uh, previously. I took uh, about a month to take down. <laughs> I say there was one fight in it which I didn't like the um, the one where you got to shoot arrows at a big snake. Oh, yes, like
2: yeah,
0: did not like that one. I thought it was That's quite it. interesting. It was a bit different. I don't know. My arrows didn't seem to do much damage, or I was shooting it the wrong bit. Anyway, but yeah, I managed to do it. But well, apart <laughs> from that, I really like the aesthetic of that game, though. Going around the yeah, I'd say it's
2: actually think it's, it's one of Assassin's Creed's more like. Um, Artistic games.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of Egypt's really nice. Yeah, in terms of its gameplay, it's pretty much the same as pretty much most Assassin's Creed games. Mm. Uh, The whole Abstergo, Animus stuff, don't care about. I just really don't care. Uh, So when it keeps going back to that woman in the cave, it's just Mm. like I'm just I'm just not interested. (laughs) Put me back, put me back in Egypt, please, in the main game. (laughs) Um, But yeah, uh, climb to the top of the pyramids. And they're just sliding down. Sliding that. down is fun. Yeah, that's just that's that's <laughs> you know, see that that's that's the enjoyment I get out of games, just doing s- simple pleasures. Just doing simple. <laughs> <laughs> but it does look really nice. I do and I was using the the photo mode on it quite a bit, just taking nice photographs of the pyramids. And like one in yeah. the dark, the sunlight, uh, the, sorry, the moonlight bouncing off the pyramid. Look really nice. Oh, yeah, nice.
2: I, I took quite a bit with the uh
0: four
2: It's it's quite it's quite a good one actually for real? Isn't it? Uh,
0: most games I like the bits where you're you're in a town or city or whatever and then Mm. you just you go over like a a sand dune and then suddenly you've just got the sprawling desert I just think it looks Mm. really nice Mm.
1: (laughs) do you know what you'll have to do uh, Mark is um, put it on the Instagram page and share it with us so we can see
0: that would be nice yeah yeah. I'll I'll, I'll share my pyramid pictures (laughs) they are nice Uh, but that's pretty much all I've really been playing apart from something else we'll get onto Mm -hmm. anybody else Uh,
2: Well, I can go, I suppose. So, I suppose outside of of the usual um, duo of FIFA and Fall Guys nowadays, um, did a little bit of Red Dead uh, redemption Mm. uh, with you guys. It was always fun, killing horses.
0: I've completed the outlaw pass now. Oh,
2: nice one. Of course you are. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So, there was that. Um, Jumps back on to a bit of Digimon. Um, A different one this time. Um, I think it's called Digimon Story, Cyber Sleuth, Hacker's Memory. Anime I always have the longest titles.
1: <laughs> yeah, they got to explain exactly what it is. Otherwise, yes. no, absolutely. you might not buy it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, outside of that, when I've been back on the PC, I've been doing more satisfactory. Um, that's that's been getting along. We've got we've got um, conveyor belts for days everywhere. Um, mm-hmm. It's fun um we've also made like a so in in the game you can make this um call like hyper tube connection so i I don't know if there's like a movie or series that showed it but you essentially kind of you go into a tube and then you get kind of shot around the tube and you kind of go through it on like a airflow um that was fun We, we ended up making like this massive hyper tube cannon on top of a mountain to try and get from one of our furthest like uh, factory areas over to back to the hope um I, I tried it first and it shot me straight off the map and killed me <laughs> so um, I mean it works a bit too well but you know we'll get that readjusted <laughs> um done done some rocket league as I normally do on pc um, seasons over on that one so we're kind of just waiting for the next season to start which i think is pretty soon then that's when it, it'll go to free to play soon. Mm. Um, which uh, which should be interesting playing playing some uh, some new people should be should be fun. Some noobs, some noob some noobs, noobs, noobs. Yeah. Uh, I,
0: I'm and... I'm still just as good as a noob,
2: anyways. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm noob worse
0: people. than the noobs. Yeah. I'm
2: not too bad on PC. I can get to I can I can flip between like platinum and diamonds rank, but for some reason on PlayStation I just can't do it with that controller. I've i I've probably complained about. it all podcast already but like yeah, PlayStation, I I playstation controller and rocket league doesn't do well for me for some reason um don't know why uh and then i've played two new games um very recently one uh, i'm sure we'll be discussing at some point later on so i yep. can't say much about that other than um i'm still not good at the game <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh, I wasn't well, good sure, I wasn't sure good back
2: then, about. I'm not good now. Um, I don't know why, but I can't seem to it's any better. Um, and then lastly, I have dipped my toes um, and took a risk on getting Marvel's Avengers.
0: Ooh, you bit the bullet, did you? Oh I bit, I bit the bullet. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not really surprised because I know you're a love of comics and Marvel, so I I kinda expected it, you to do it. You so. kinda expect me. Um, to
2: be to be fair, I was very kind of adamant bef- the week before it came out that I just wasn't interested. Like, it just it didn't sound good. Um, like, just everything that I heard from it just didn't sound very good. So what changed your mind? And then, so what changed my mind is um, a few articles and probably a, a couple of YouTubers that I watched who got kind of review copies of the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, were coming out and saying that they were absolutely surprised at how good the campaign was, like, the actual story for it. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, okay. So, like, maybe it has got an interesting story. And like, I watched a video of, like, someone doing, like, I think their first first part of, like, a playthrough through it. And I don't know what it is, but I feel like Crystal Dynamics has kind of nailed the aesthetic quite well. As much as people are saying, like, oh, it's, it looks like they're trying to, like, rip off, like, the MCU. They wanted to be MCU, but couldn't quite. I think once you kind of tear that out of it and just kind of accept it as, like, a new version of, you know, someone's vision for what the Avengers look like, mm-hmm. um, the actual story of it is, is really well done so far. Um, I've been quite so, hooked by
0: it. So, in terms of the story, like... Is it yeah. just like a continual thing, or does it keep going back to this war table thing and you have to keep big commissions? Um, how does it work exactly? How does it work? So I think,
2: well, up until you get to the, to the Helicarrier, um, it's very, it's, it's a pretty continuous thing. So you initially start off playing as Camellia Khan, um, who is the Miss Marvel, um, and sort of her perspective of kind of what happened on A-Day. And yeah. then obviously you, you go through the Golden Gate stuff, with the rest of the Avengers, yeah. um, which is which is actually quite good. I was surprised actually how well that yeah, that was that was alright.
0: Yeah, that was alright when I played on the uh, the
2: beta. Yeah. Um, and so then you get to a point where you I don't know if I'm trying for story spoilers, but you get to a point where you, you meet your first Avenger as Camille Khan because it it does like a that five year into the future um, from A-Day. Yeah. Uh, so you meet your first Avenger and the whole point at uh, that point is to get the, the first helicarrier, the Chimera, um, kind of up and running. And once you do that, most of the missions then are kind of accessed through the war table. Right. Um, so you kind of got a choice of like, um, there'll be like, uh, there's a heli- uh, helicarrier missions of, the more kind of Avengers you unlock for the story, you get like their I suppose like training missions, so you learn more about how they how they work and stuff. And they give you like challenges to try and like test how well you know those Avengers. Um, and then there's other so for for other campaign there'll be separate missions that are like the I suppose the multiplayer missions that you can do, but you're not forced to do them. You can yeah. pretty much just go through the campaign, but it's all kind of most of it is accessed through kind of doing the war table. So you'll do certain things on the helicarrier, then you go to the war table, you've got to go to the next location to do um, whatever you need to do, like get some part or save some inhumans. Um, and then once you've kind of done that mission, you go back and you quin jet, and then you can either go back to the helicarrier or somewhere else that's another kind of base. Um, or you can continue from the Quinjet to do multiplayer missions instead.
3: Right. So
2: so the game is fixed around the co-op aspect of it. Um it's just you can ignore it if you don't want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Um but the story is really well told. Like the voice actors, I mean I mean the people in it, you know it's gonna be good.
0: Yeah, she's got not a bad cast. I think we mentioned this last time. No, last not a bad one. Just all the usual fare. All the usual
2: people, you know, Nolan North, uh, Troy, Baker, Troy Baker, Laura Bailey. Uh, Laura Bailey. But yeah, the, the actual campaign is solidly well done and I like that the stories evolve around kind of Camilla Khan essentially getting the Avengers together, basically. Um, right. She's really well voiced and she's got really charming personality like this game makes me want to kind of read up more about the character now and like would love to see um miss marvel in the mcu at some point
0: probably will happen probably will happen yeah
2: probably i mean i think if if this game's received well i think marvel will look at that yeah this could be a
0: catalyst couldn't it
2: yeah Um, it it could be it could be just like how iron man went from like a a d-list superhero straight to a thanks to thanks to the film but no, the the campaign is very solid. Um, combat is surprisingly challenging um, and does have a little bit of fault to it. That I think sometimes when you try and go and dodge an attack, it doesn't quite recognise the timing. So the dodge mechanic is is a bit similar to kind of the Batman games. That like the mm. the um, I suppose the the enemy signals when he's going to hit you with like a, like a glowing um, coloured yeah, circle. Yeah. Um, But the way it it treats it is that like when you see the circle is when you're meant to press the dodge button. It's actually, you've kind of got to wait a little bit more to when it gets to kind of the the end of the windup to actually dodge. Right. Um, So it it wasn't quite 100% clear whether it's as soon as you see the circle or as soon as the circle gets to its highest size is when you're meant to perfect dodge. I mean, other than that I think I mean I've got to I've got to a point where I've unlocked all the Avengers now um, and using them all I like that they're all although the buttons are obviously all similar and stuff and kind of combos and that they all feel
0: distinctly different yeah I was going to say is there any characters who you like more than others like when when I played the beta there were some characters that I much more enjoyed playing than others Uh, I think opposite to you I, I really like Camilla Khan the most
2: ah okay um, I think a combos set up um, some stuff quite nicely.
0: I had trouble with the swinging aspect of that. You know, when you oh. jump jumping, you're supposed to. Yeah. But maybe this was just a beta thing, I don't know. But it just wouldn't show that icon. It. Well, it's like oh, I, yeah. knew, I knew I was supposed to be able to make that jump. But I just jumped and it just didn't show the prompt. So then I just <laughs> fell to my death. It was like, well, I don't no, know. She, she actually feels quite
2: nice. She's probably the closest to, I suppose, Spider-Man without Spider-Man being
0: in there. Um, Yet for some, yeah, <laughs> for some, <laughs> for some people, for, yeah, for uh, for. Two I was thirds. gonna say, I I presume you bought this PlayStation, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, got some on PlayStation. Were you and ever? Even <laughs> I was gonna say, w- w- was that actually a major factor in it for you? Did you or well, did for you, you get ever... it on PlayStation? Yeah, were you ever considering it getting on Xbox? Or would it only um, be PlayStation anyway, even if it hadn't changed? It,
2: well, I suppose in my situation, it would have been PlayStation. For that I've not actually got my Xbox set back up. Um, all right what have you been playing evan um so i've been playing
1: a few games um so the first one that i've been playing is um a game called yokai watch um for the 3ds yeah so it's um it's a bit like pokemon i know you like pokemon mark um i've seen i've seen detective pikachu i'm a big pokemon fan now you know that's it (laughs) massive (laughs) i know Um, all about the pokemons now yeah. Um so it's basically um a fun creature collection game so you go around um and you use this thing called the well the yokai watch. Um it's uh, the face of the watch flips open and you can use that as like a magnifying glass to see into the world of the yokais. Um okay. And you use basically you use the touchscreen at the bottom to move your yokai watch around so like you just use it like seeing through it. Um and if you find the yokai because basically the yokais are in our world but they're in a different dimension that you can only see when looking through the visor of the yokai watch and you basically you it's basically you get to a point where there's you know that there's one nearby because your watch tells you and then you use the watch as like a viewing glass to find the creature okay um and uh, if you find it it attacks you um, oh, and then at that point, you use your own yokais to battle against it. Um, and then eventually either knock it out. Um, well, you you probably would knock it out or that yokai would knock you out. I've not, it's not happened to me yet. Um, it's kind of random, though, because once you've beaten the yokai, some of them come to you and say, I want to be your friend. I want to join your team. And then you can decide whether you want them to or not. Mm-hmm. But it's totally random. You don't get any... Um, they get no choice in the matter no choice in the matter yeah um whether you want to put that yokai in your team so they can either flee or they can either come to you and say oh, i want to join your team and then you've got a decision to make at that point mm. um but yeah I'm, I'm fairly early into the game um at the minute there's a yokai that's taken over my mum and dad and it's making them argue so i got to go out and find a certain amount of yokai to take this other yokai down um but the Yokai are pretty cool. They've got they attack automatically. Um, you can have a group of three at um at once that you choose. So you've got a three-man team or girl team. Um, and they've got like super moves that you can charge up and use. Uh, so there's a bit of bit of tactics to it. Um, but yeah, so far it's it's okay. I'm enjoying going round and round the world and collecting the yokais when I can. Um, and at the minute I've I need to catch two more. And then I can uh, try and help my mum and dad stop arguing. <laughs> so yeah. right, that's that's where I'm at with that one at the minute. Um, another game I've been playing. Um, for anybody watching us on YouTube, I'm going to hold it up now. I've been playing this, so it's called Eleven Eleven Memories Retold. Mm. So it's um it's set in the times of World War One. Um, so it starts in 1916. And uh, you play as two people. So the first person you start playing as is Harry. He's a Canadian. And he's actually voiced by Elijah Wood. Oh. Um, okay. And he's a photographer, Canadian photographer. And um, in his segment, he decides to go to the front to take pictures of the war to try and enlist people to show like the greatness of the war and how, how well it's going. Um, so uh, he also goes to try and impress his girlfriend, well, he's not his girlfriend, but somebody who he wants to. Somebody be is creepy, enough. That's yeah, fine. yeah. That, well, you do take pictures of her earlier on in the game, but yeah. Anyway, that's. <laughs> it's not sadistic. She knows you're taking them. Um, right. And then, okay. The, and then so there's Harry, and then there's a second character, a German character called Kurt, voiced by Sebastian Koch. Um, he is a German engineer, and he wants to. Go, he goes to the front in order to find his son Max, um, because their battalion was attacked and um, his son's gone missing. Um, so basically, you flip between playing as Harry, the Canadian, taking pictures uh, of the wall and doing certain bits, and um, Kurt, the engineer. Um, and they both go to the front for their respective sides for different reasons. Um, one interesting thing about this game is the art style. So it's all in like an oil painting style. Um, okay. which is which is quite interesting. I'll upload a picture to uh, Instagram and Facebook a bit later just to show you. Um, but that that was really gripping. Um, and one thing that really stood out to me is the well, the story aspect because it's you you walk around and collect things and you've got to solve puzzles as both characters. And it just it showed me that not everything's as black as white black and white as it seems. Because um, you think, oh, Germany were the bad guys uh, and the Allies were the good guys. It might That's not necessarily right because people do things for their own reasons. So Kurt went to war to find his son. And that inherently is not a bad thing. Yeah. Uh, and he just got dragged into whatever was going on on the German side. But anyway, um, eventually you get to a certain part of the game where Kurt and Harry find each other. And um, they get trapped. And one nice thing that I liked about the game is because um, Harry's a Canadian um, and he speaks English um, and Kurt's German and he's sp- well from Germany and he speaks German, so they couldn't understand each other. So they had to make, make like, little words to try and communicate, which was nice. Um, and they formed this bond and they help each other. So certain things you've got to do as um, Harry, certain things you've got to do as Kurt in the puzzle aspect of the game. Um, And it's quite an emotional rollercoaster, actually, as you you try and you play as Harry and you've got his bit. I primarily played as Kurt because as you go through the game, you get an option whether you want to do Harry's section or Kurt's section. And I find myself drawn to Kurt's Kurt's section a bit more because I just wanted to help him find his son, really. And, yeah, if... um, if you if you get it, I mean I I spent four quid on it, and it was an emotional roller coaster, and there were some really lovely moments. It was gut wrenching at the near the end. Um, but is it so? Is it played from a first person perspective? Can yes, you... that's right. Yeah, it's first person perspective. No. Yeah, but yeah, if um, I'd say if you've got if you've if, I'd, I'd say buy it. I mean, it's probably the best four quid I've ever spent on a game. I can oh, okay. say that. But what platform and, was that? Um, it's Xbox One, but you can also get it on PlayStation. I played it on Xbox, but they were amazing. I finished it yesterday, and I just sat there and just... Oh, I had what, to how, just sit and take it in. It was just... How, how long was it? Uh, four to five hours.
0: Oh, I, not, not too long, then?
1: About four and a half. So it's not, not very long, though. You can do it in a couple of sittings if you wanted to. Um, but yeah and the, the music actually is really nice um, one, one good parallel between um, Harry and Kurt is through the game you you hear um, on Kurt's side they were singing all Lang Syne in German and then you hear the English people sing it as well so you think they're not so different from each other uh, which was quite a nice nice bit and the music itself is just perfect it's just it's orchestral and it really works with the emotion of what's going on in the game. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've yeah I played it over a couple of play sessions, and I really enjoyed it. So yeah, that's eleven eleven memories retold. Um, another game I've been playing is Spider Man. So um, yeah, I started playing that at last. Uh, I mean, it's fantastic. Um, the graphics are amazing. I mean. Swinging through the city of Spider-Man just feels fantastic. I don't know about you, but one of the bits that I really like is when you get close to the ground and you just pull off the swing and then you just like flip up and then start swinging again. It just feels so good. Um, The combat can get a bit repetitive for me. It is fun, though, throwing things at people. I always enjoy that. Um, I did enjoy the Stan Lee cameo um, Mm
0: -hmm. when
1: he comes in and says... You two were always be my favourites. Like, oh, you're my favourite, Stan. <laughs> um, yeah, and I'm, I'm not sure if he died at this point. Um, yes, 2018, I feel like he did. Man, think, he had because I think, I think yeah, there was
0: yeah. there was a like, there was like a memorial thing in it saying. You know,
2: yeah, he, he, he passed thing. away just before it, so the um, yeah. the yeah. cameo was just hits harder, especially at that point. I was like, oh god, yeah. this is like his last thing he did before. God. Yeah. yeah. But what um, I
1: think to finish but, off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, a perfect um, game to have it. Yeah, definitely. Um, I really like the moments where Miles is in it as well. Just the relationship between Miles and Peter. and um, Peter like being the mentor to Miles and helping him get through um, the death of his dad. Sorry, spoilers. Um, but that's that's over now. Um, <laughs> um, I think I'm close to the end at the minute. I've just beat the main guy uh that lee guy with that dragon's dragon's breath sorry what's it called um demon breath is it devil's breath that's it Mm. yeah devil's breath yeah something um i've just done that and then mary jane's been a little bit cold, cold to me so um i'll get back on that later and see if we can reconcile the relationship i don't know if i finished it but
2: i think i'm getting close to the end now have, have you but got yeah. to um, have you got to that point where they started like texting each other and like Peter sends him a bag that he didn't want to. I actually yeah. love I love that bit because it's like it's just two teenage. Well, I mean he's not a teenager at this point. He's like a young man, but it like is. it reminds me yeah. like just two teenagers just like awkwardly <laughs> just like interacting. Because yeah. each- because
1: he's like it's over. He's like oh no, yeah. not being you. Yeah. He's got like
2: in a monologue, hasn't
1: he? Yeah, like you know, he's done things wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, really enjoying that. More than I thought I would, actually. Um, so, yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing, um, by the usual, so, yeah.
0: Well, we got a question. We do. Yeah, we do. Um,
1: so I think the question for this week is, um, what's your favourite gaming memorabilia that you own? Or collectible. Or collectible, or collectible. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, yeah. tomato, tomato. Potato. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, do, do you want to kick us off, Matt?
2: Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> probably going to a lot of questions now. Um, right. I'm sure you got one or two things. Just, just a few things, really. Um, I think what I'll do, I'm going to pick one that I think probably means more to me than kind of the rest. Probably the most favourite thing that I uh, that I, that I got, though that I own, um, was the uh, Fallout for um, Pip-Boy uh, uh,
0: yes. that you got when oh, you... Uh... I should have known this, actually. Yeah. yeah should,
2: should have a <laughs> it, uh, it, was, it, was, it was a big thing at the time, because, like, I remember... Um... Was this the thing where you could put your phone in it? Is right? It is, yeah. So you could yeah. put your phone in, and then um, you downloaded um, an app that actually linked to the game. So, like, within the game, you've got this, what they call, like, the Pip-Boy, which is essentially your... I suppose, um, infantry, infantry, inventory um, device throughout the entire game. You, know, you can see your game stats, your equipment, uh, you know, uh, map, in inbuilt radio as well. Always fun to have the radio. Um, and then they did like a, a real life version of it if, you, if mm-hmm. you pre-ordered. There was only so many that they were going to do and I managed to get it pre-ordered before the Site
0: crashed.
2: <laughs> I, I remember the site and at some point crashed and managed to get my order. So if I... Uh, for those that are listening and are watching, um, I'm going to be showing the, the Pit boy I think we can potentially show a picture. You can, try and, Patreon, you can so. try and describe it. I, well, I'll try and describe it best. So I'll just, uh, I'm just
0: going to grab it from my site. Here's what I made earlier. <laughs> <laughs> made a cardboard from after the, after you saw it on Blue Peter. <laughs>
2: So I don't know if you can see it on camera. Oh, that's um, a shiny that box. box. But
0: that case is bigger
2: than I thought it was going to be. Mm. Yes. Unfortunately, it's, it's fairly dusty, uh, and the case is a bit loose. So I'll just undo it.
1: Live unboxing, ladies and gentlemen. Live unboxing. Yeah. This is what you come here for.
2: Live dusting as well. So I got this on Xbox One. well this it's, is nice, go
1: it's a nice box.
3: It's
2: yeah, a nice definitely, box. definitely.
1: Yeah. Drop it from top of the stairs
2: and see if it survives. Oh, I think it is
0: open,
2: it is open. Yep, here we go. Uh yes. here we go. is in there, so boys and girls. So, let's uh, if I can get it out. I've I, I actually broke one of the uh, buttons on this as well. Oh, <laughs> i right. It's like, it,
0: does like one of those um, old camcorders. <laughs> it does
2: actually, yeah, with the lens on the uh, side. So that's pretty much how it looks. So, I think if I can open it up, put your arm in. I've got it the wrong way. And then I think there was a way, if I recall. Uh, I think this this part opens up, and then there's a compartment in there to put your phone in.
0: Yeah. So, then, so you can use it as a touch screen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so you use it as a touch screen, but you can also, it works within the game.
0: So yeah.
2: If I
0: can slip my arm in somehow. Oh, probably, cause I, I do know other apps, other games, which have I've got these apps that... Because I know there was one for Red Dead, two. Yeah, there was... You could have, like, an interactive map and things like that on it. So it's nice to have, like, an item which feels like you're in that world. Yeah. It should have had a motion control in it, shouldn't it? So if you pull it up like that, it should come up it on You recognise this, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it would be I've, really I've,
2: cool. I've probably got, like, two big arms for this, but, like, I managed to... Yeah, and then nice. use it, like, part of game,
0: so... Is it cushioned on the inside?
3: Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So I was gonna say if it was just no plastic. <laughs> I'll just say that.
2: Well, oh, swe- the real it.
0: pit boy. <laughs> it
2: says this is an art opener. What's
0: it weigh like?
2: So it's, uh, it's not too bad. It's not too heavy. I've got like massive arms now. So I used to have like skinny arms when I got this. <laughs> so let's see if I can show you inside. So that's what it looks like. So that's cushioned. Mm, ah. Right. You can adjust that. Nice. So you put your hand in and then just slap it in.
0: Have you ever struggled to get it off before? I have. Well, I just struggled there. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
2: it. So. Yeah. So, um, how much was that though? Oh, uh, I think I think it was. I think it was about 120. It was a, uh, yeah, it was a hefty one. But uh. When you're a massive fanboy of uh,
0: Fallout, yeah, yeah, I, 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 it's it's one of those things which I I can't expect it. <laughs> I know, I know, know you love Fallout. Very good. Um, um, well, mine's a little bit. Um,
1: I I feel like I'm cheating everyone now because uh, Matt's done such a great job. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell the story that comes behind this. Um, it's actually rather than a like a limited edition, it's it's a, oh, it's a console. Basically, um, it's something that doesn't work anymore, but I've still kept it because of of what it means to me, and it's because of what it represents. Um, So basically, um, if you don't know um, the Nathan Origin story, um, when I was growing up with my family, um, we were, well, we were Jehovah's Witnesses, so we we never had Christmas or birthdays or anything, Um, and eventually um, my mum and dad, they got divorced when I was 10, get the violins out everyone. And um, when I live with just my mom primarily, um, we actually had a Christmas. And um, for, my, for my first Christmas, um, it was great because I've never had like so many presents at once before. Because we used to get presents, like we never went without. We got stuff throughout the year, but just not a lot on, not anything on Christmas or birthdays yeah. for obvious reasons. Mm. And um, so I were opening all my presents on, on the first Christmas that I had. Um, so I got like a Beyblade. Um, I we got Tyson's new um Dragoon Beyblade, Blade, that was awesome. Um I got um some other like random bits and bobs like chocolate and um I got this magic set and um
0: good old magic
1: sets and it's uh, <laughs> like good. the a couple of months before <laughs> um my mum was like is there anything in particular you want? And I was like, Yeah I want a um a Game Boy Advanced SP. And um oh. she was like, "All oh, right." Um Okay, uh, that's hundred pounds, and um, basically she she gave me my presents in like price order, and she gave me the magic set as the last one. she's just like, "Yeah, that were hundred quid," and I was like, "Hundred for a magic set?" <laughs> would, yeah, no, honestly, I was devastated. I've never told her this to this day. So oh, so it was, it was just, one, oh, so you were giving from lowest price up to the highest? Yeah, and oh, she's right, like, okay. "Right, this is your last present now," and she gives me this magic set, and I was like, "This is not hundred quid." Um thinking in my head, like, oh my god. Oh, i've shot. not to rip off. I've not got <laughs> what I wanted. Um and then after I play with Magic set for a bit, she's like, Oh, I did get this last thing for you. And then she gives me uh, um that's it. That's it. She, did. Switcheroo. Yep. Oh. she
0: pulled she, the magic um, trick on you. That's hey.
1: it. She pulled the <laughs> Game Boy Advance SP out of a hat. Hey. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, she gave me a um something else to open. I opened it. I'm like I'm just over the moon because um it just meant a lot to me because um, mm. I wanted it for so long. And finally, um, because it was backlit, I didn't have to use any of those um, like crappy light things that you slapped onto your Game Boy Advance. So I don't know yeah. if any of you guys ever had it, but like playing in the dark was just insanely difficult, I, especially I in I, the car. Uh,
2: <laughs> I didn't have it for Advance, but I had it for Game Boy Color. Mm. One it's always like you've got light and then you've got like a magnifying thing yeah. that didn't magnify <laughs> at all. So it's yeah. like, yeah. oh, God. They were terrible. Yeah, they, they were it crap. But anyway, yeah, got this.
1: Um, it does not switch on, but I've got another one, so I can play Game Boy Advance games on it if I want to. And obviously the DS is backwards compatible, so I've got stuff I can play advanced games on. But yeah, it's just something that I've always kept because um, it just reminds me of reminds me of how happy I was at that time because I just felt so like dejected, like oh, I've just got this magic set. And then um, she just comes out with this box. I'm like, oh my goodness! And then in the same now, like here you go, Rebecca, my sister. I chucked the Game Boy Advance. So you can have that now. <laughs> she got. <laughs> oh No, you can have it. She got. She always got my hand me down. So when I got a Game Boy Advance, she got a Game Boy Color, and it uh, just kept going like that. So I do feel a bit sorry for her, but she she liked different things to me. So she got the equivalent in what she enjoyed. Um, so if I didn't need something anymore, I'd give it her. So. Mm. but yeah that's that's my favorite one my game boy advanced sp it's the, my favorite item that i've got and i always look back on it and fondly so
0: yeah mm. oh very nice, nice one <laughs> well i'll hold off on mine for just a short little while so shall we move on to the video game hall of fame
2: yes why not
0: okay so Video game Hall of Fame. This is where we take a look at an in-depth. Uh, we take an in-depth look at a game of high quality or historical importance and induct it into our pantheon of games we feel deserve special recognition. This episode, however, we are breaking the rules.
3: Breaking the law. Uh,
0: but, but we make the rules, so it's happening. Uh, we've not got one, but actually two entrants this episode because they both deserve it. So I inductees. This episode were released in 1999 and 2000 respectively for the PlayStation, N64, Game Boy, and Dreamcast, uh, published by Activision and developed by Neversoft, and has just been remastered by Vicarious Visions, it's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. What an amazing couple of games. These are like yeah. the, the games of my childhood. So still, still
2: not good at
0: <laughs> <laughs> So, as I just said, the remaster's just come out, uh, which I've been playing, of course. And uh, mm-hmm. just to follow on for what we've just been discussing in terms of our collectibles and memorabilia, etc., I went and bought the collector's edition. Of course, because I just love Tony Hawk so much, and those two games meant so much to me when I was younger. So, mm. I don't buy many collector's editions or anything like that because they're expensive, and there's only certain games I'm interested in getting things for. So, but I had to get this one. So, I went and bought the collector's edition, which includes this. I don't know if you can see that. No, because it's shining, because <laughs> I've, plas- I've kept the plastic up. Oh,
2: who would do such a thing? Surely you would have made it,
0: it It's <laughs> a deck, a skateboarding deck, and it's got the the Big Hawk logo on it. I, if it's, I think it's a bit difficult oh, to, to try and line it up with. Let's see so if you can see. I, I, okay. I, I, I can see, yeah, if you do yeah. like that. It's, so it's like a, cool. a, a skeleton hawk kind of thing with the Tony Hawk's Proskete 1 and 2 logo on it. And it's got his insignia at the top, and I love it. I can't wait to mount this on the wall. Uh, it's got no grip on it. So there's no grip mm-hmm. tape, but it does say birdhouse there. But it's nice and wooden on the front. Put some wheels uh, on it. <laughs> well, I could I could do. You know, It it, can't, it, it looks like it could be used, because it has got the holes to fit the trucks on.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, I'm crap at skateboarding, so <laughs> I won't be doing that. But yeah, I can't, I can't wait to put that on the wall. It's um, About the game, Ooh. it's just, what an incredible game. Well, it's a couple of games. When I first put on that first game, um, just the adrenaline and excitement of it, I just loved it. Every aspect of it, it's just incredible. It was just yeah. the most some of the most fun I've ever had playing a video game in my mm. life. I think I mentioned this previously, that it's probably it's either the, my favourite those two are like my, my favourite PS1 games or so definitely up there. Mm. Cause I used to always play it with my brother and we're just like playing, you know, like games like horse and graffiti mm. um, and uh, yeah. trick attack. And those games, it's like it's like we just always oh, oh, I just oh, so excited! I've knocked the bat. It's unbelievable. <just, laughs> oh, bat! But it's just I can't. That game. I mean, very few games managed to affect, make real world change. I mean, and, that made like um,
1: X Games and um, skateboarding cool.
0: It, it created its own movement. Yeah, really. it was. It really did. It it's completely changed everything in regards to. That sport because skateboarding Mm -hmm. throughout its history has gone through like peaks and troughs Mm -hmm. in terms of its popularity and things.
3: Yeah.
0: And it was like, like, so like in the mid 90s, it started to pick up again. Mm -hmm. And then Tony Hawk sort of became like the face of the thing because he pulled off the 900. Now, I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know the story behind the 900, but the 900 is like obviously this trick where he spins 900 degrees. And it was like this big elusive trick that he's been trying to pull off for like nearly a decade. And he managed to pull it off three months before this first game was launched. Mm. Oh, well, and of that's time. the perfect marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like s- suddenly his popularity just skyrocketed immediately. And then that obviously with his name behind the game. Because a lot of people I think thought that he did the nine hundred and then he got the game
1: off the back yeah, of
0: that. Off the back of that, yeah. And he didn't. That the, the game was in production for like two years before that. Mm. So th- <laughs> but but it was just like the perfect melting pot at timing. I've watched quite a few documentaries about him talking about the game. And I watched uh, a documentary film that just got released a few weeks ago called uh, Pretending I'm a Superman. That's the, like the story of the game. And he was explaining that basically the, his idea around the game was just to try and get skaters to buy PlayStations. That was his mindset in it. That's what he like. He never in a million years thought it was going to be the opposite, that he was going yeah, to turn yeah. the games into skaters. And it was, mm. was mind blowing how many it affected. Mm. And like, it changed the careers of all the skaters who were in the game as well. Oh, I can imagine so, yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they became household names. It's like, if yeah. if you didn't know anything about skateboarding, right, It's you know the name Tony Org. It's just, it well, became so nice. yeah. synonymous with each other. Mm. It's like, if, if, if you went to somebody and just said, oh, name me a skateboarder, first thing that would come out of anybody's mouth, most people would just be Tony Org, wouldn't yeah.
3: it? Yeah. It became
0: yeah. so identifiable. The, the scores the games have got. I mean, I know we're focusing on one and two here, but it's like so in the top 20 on Metacritic, Tony Oaks appears three times. Wow, it's Tony Plus to get 2 on the PlayStation is the second highest rating game on Metacritic ever at 98. Wow. It still sits there now, and then uh, Tony Oaks Plus to get 2 on the Dreamcast sits at 12 at 97. And then finally, there's um, surely that's cheating. <laughs>
1: But it's on another platform, so you've got to vote differently,
0: haven't you? I told you, I was supposed to get a three uh, on PlayStation Two that achieved ninety-seven, but that sits at fourteenth. Hmm. But it's just, it just—it just shows how incredibly well-made they were made. Incredibly. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, they were incredibly, incredibly well-made, well well made. yeah, <laughs> yeah. And just it really was a revolution, and it wasn't just in terms of skateboarding as well. It was like, I mean, I'm sure extreme you know, sports. You know, yeah, but but things like the music. Oh, the music was incredible. It's like everyone recognizes the music, don't they? Like yeah, that's it. You know, uh, Superman by Goldfinger. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Jerry was a race car driver by Primus and all that kind of thing. It's just, and I I was listening to the um, on this documentary that we're watching. It was like interviewing these like band members. It's just like how much it changed their careers that their song featured in these games. Mm -hmm. It's like they, they they chatted to fans who said like I I'd never heard of you of you your band before i played this game oh, yeah and then suddenly they end up finding them through the through these games yeah. and it was a, it was a change on so many levels it's mm. just wild what this did uh, i mean the game sort of dipped off towards the end didn't it i mean as the later go on well i think um, anything post the underground games
1: are really yeah. a little bit they,
0: shaky <laughs> yeah because they were mm. for a, quite a while they were an annual thing hmm because I think Tony Hawk ended up signing the deal until like twenty fifteen. I
2: thought and you were going to say
0: twenty fifty there. Twenty fifteen, yeah. That's, and that's when Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five was released. Where mm. the less said about that, the better. I think that was what actually. That's I think that's one of the biggest gaming disappointments of my life. Actually, Tony's Pro Skater Five.
2: Do, do, do you know how how much uh, how much of a potential disappointment that might have been? Is that I didn't even realize there was a Tony Hawk's Pro Skater Five until you just mentioned it. You <laughs> know, it's. <laughs> I didn't don't, realize. Don't, I, thought don't it, I thought it got to four, and then it was just underground. That was Wasn't that <laughs> the one
1: that came off PS3 and 360? Is that right?
2: Oh no! So I think you know, it came off PS4, were not
0: it? Yeah, it did. It came out PS4. It yeah. Came out in 2015, so it was like mm. his last one before his what? license expired. Mm. And it was it was such a such a catastrophic mess. I I was so because I was so, when that was announced, I was so excited by it because I just love any orcs. and they, they they said all the right things, like it was going to be. Back to the roots of what yeah. made the game's great. And it was just a real shoddy mess. It had an odd graphical, it's like, it looks a bit cartoony in terms mm. of its graphics. And I don't, I don't understand yeah. what they were doing. Apparently that was done because it was having like frame rate issues.
3: Oh, right.
0: You'd think it wouldn't though. I mean,
1: yeah. you've got to think between Tony Pro Skater 4, which came out on the PS1 actually, and 5 that came out on the PS4, you'd think they'd be able to make that jump and do whatever they wanted to do with it. Um, I mean, I know they had all the games in between. Like, Didn't they have like American Wasteland Underground and a load of other ones? Yeah, Underground, Underground were quite good.
0: I
2: yeah. Underground was yeah. pretty decent,
1: yeah. I enjoyed the PSP version um, that they did.
0: I thought that was pretty good. That was quite fun. I remember playing uh, that a lot. I take it you never played uh, Ride or Shred? No, no, not playing. I didn't have the <laughs> controller. I think they're the only ones that I didn't play. Otherwise, I was like, I was such a Tony Hux fan that I bought all of them. But when it came to... They were a bit expensive because you had to get the, the peripheral. Yeah, so it was actual board, which apparently didn't work very well. Well, particularly mm. on the ride, anyway.
2: It was great seeing all the videos of people falling off it, though. That, that was
0: fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it's always good for laughing. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. But going back to the first two games, mm. I mean... that. The first one like as I, as we say we revolutionized the sport but the second one just took everything that was so great about that first game.
3: Yeah.
0: And just dialed it up to 11, didn't it? It's like it was yeah, better level design, increasing the music. It was mm. such a wonderful. I think the um the cheats on it were great
1: as well. Yeah. Like going into that so like cheats, moon, physics, moon physics, moon yeah. physics, big heads. <laughs> um one good thing about it is if you um, if you did complete the game at 100% with a um, created skater. You unlock Spider-Man.
0: That was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Just doing webs to do... Uh... What, was the, what was the other character? Is was, um, was it Private Carrera? I think that was it. And Officer yeah. Dick. Do you, know yeah. Officer, yeah. do you know Officer Dick is in the new one? Do you know is who it? plays them? Yeah, I do. It's Jack Black. Yeah, Jack, Black. Yeah, Jack Black does the voice and the, uh, Officer... yeah, and the likeness of yeah. Officer Dick. So I can't wait to unlock that. Wasn't
2: there um, which one could you unlock Wolverine on? I don't think that was the first two. I can't remember which one. Honestly, well, I recall like Wolverine being in it. And um,
1: do you know when they were first pitching the first Tony Hawk game? Um, do you guys know which actor um was on the board? Like
2: it was the yeah. dummy.
0: Yes, yeah, because this was uh, um, no? because this was NeverSoft, wasn't it? So they were designing. A skateboarding game, and then they like they asked Tony Oak to come and have a look because they've previously they'd done a game for Apocalypse, hadn't they? Mm. So, yeah, it was a uh, Bruce Willis, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> they should have yeah, had so... him as an unlockable character, that would yeah, have been amazing. They kept him in it, yeah, oh, make... no, policies, but... <laughs> but, yeah. So, that's it's what they worth showed it, it. <laughs> 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 yeah. So, they showed that off to Tony Oak, and he's really impressed by it, even though it's just like Bruce Willis <laughs> on a skateboard. <laughs> but... I just think it was.
1: It's just the perfect storm of the game being so great, the music, the scene and just everything. It was the everything just came together because I myself, when I first started playing it, I even bought a skateboard. I mean, it wasn't very good. I used to just like basically just ride on around on it a bit. I didn't do any like grinds or I didn't go to skate parks. My cousin, though, he got really into it because we used to play it together and he got into skating properly. Um, eventually he did get injured. Um where his
0: bones got his off. And then he's, and then, career, was and, then he's oh, and then he
1: stopped. Yeah, that were pretty nasty. Yeah,
2: no, I bet he stopped.
0: Um, was he
1: wearing like protective gear? I'm not sure. But yeah, there were, <laughs> there was a funny thing that we did. So I stood on the skateboard and then he like kicked it from underneath me and I went arse over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, that happens to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> that's that quite funny. It hurt though. Um Yeah. So um but yeah, I think yeah the game is just so I- iconic for that era in gaming.
0: It's, it spent so long at like the top, like the top ten selling charts at the time. It was incredible. It was like by the time two came out, I think the first one was still like in the top ten. Mm. Mm. It was insane. I was surprised about how popular. And there's a story I listened to um, a podcast. That I had uh, an interview with Tony, and he was talking about how after the third game got released, It's like um one of like, the executives from either Neversoft or Activision contacted him and said, oh, we th- we're thinking of doing another one. So it's going to be the fourth one. I said, oh, do you mind meeting me, like, meeting me in LA? So he said, yeah, sure. So he, he went and met him at um, a restaurant in LA. And as it's, he's it's just there like having his lunch, it's like suddenly the, um, the executive guy just, it, well, in his mind he's thinking, oh, if I can get something like a million for this. Because obviously he knew by this point the popularity of the game. So he's mm. like, oh, if I can get a million for this, like, that—that that, that set me up for like, I won't have to worry about traveling to competitions. I'd be able to skate as much as I want, etc. Yeah. And when he was at the restaurant, suddenly the um, the executive guy just slid over, I checked to him for four million dollars. Oh wow! <laughs> and four he was million. like, whoa. <laughs> so was just... If you our
1: know. Tony had to played hardball. Like, can we make it five? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that just goes to show that who how... just won? That just gives to show how highly rated both he and the games were. Mm. That's an oh, insane yeah. amount of money for that time. I can imagine, yeah. definitely. Something else that I quite liked about the game is that I probably didn't notice that as much when I was younger, but the representation in it. Because I think mm. skateboarding was initially thought as to be like a young white man's like sport, yeah. mm. but in the game they had um, Alyssa Steamer, mm-hmm. you know, very famous female skater. And uh, on this uh, documentary film I was watching, it was like he was like interviewing like this young girl who was like inspired by seeing her in the game, and mm-hmm. it's it's that sort of thing that's quite important. And then there's Kareem cream Campbell, the uh, you know a black skater, who it was I don't think it was very you, you much saw in terms of you know in the skating culture, but yeah, that, yeah. these were all things that were like this representation was all inspiring to people. Mm-hmm. As well as you know, like non-skaters getting involved in skating, and they've sort of done the um, same thing in the, um, the new one. So in the the remaster, they've introduced some non- new skaters, mm. and they've got um, they've got a, trans- a transgender skater in it now, Leo Baker. Okay. So they've so they've, they've kept so on. So they've the, continued that, yeah. Yeah, they've continued the representation factor, and that's, it's really great to see because it's, it's mm. it goes to show what skating as a culture actually is that it is can be for everyone yeah yeah
1: and I suppose that changed a lot of people's minds about how inclusive it actually was because um as you said we are well I personally had those preconceptions that it was just for young white males and yeah they they had a whole spectrum of people um different races different genders and I think that's fantastic
0: I think the skater skater is probably Rodney Mullen. I don't know if you know much about him, but Rodney Mullen is like known for being like one of the most innovative skateboarders ever. And he was like mm. big on these like his flat ground tricks. So you know how Tony Hawk was like a more like a vert skater. He was like mm. yes. Yeah. Rodney Mullen was very much like a street skater, and well, he he invented the kickflip. You know these 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 like basic things that we all think of now. Mm-hmm. He was like the founding father of them. And uh, he told the story how he was skating in this like rough neighborhood. He was, I think he was filming a video or something. And like these two two big burly blokes came up to him. And it was just like there's like like tattoos all over the neck. The, oh, he, he was just thinking, oh, am, am I just gonna get beat up now? And then suddenly one of them just went, "Are you are you that guy from that game? Were you in that game?" And there's suddenly like their entire like perspective changed, and they were like little kids, like so excited. <laughs> you know, I was playing. Yeah. I, I was playing with you. It's so encouraging to see that sort of thing. I just wish I was some. I just wish I was good at skating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I did. I well, did try it. I did try it shit. but that, that's great. I, I think a lot of people tried it and probably probably didn't yeah. carry on with it. But just to get you out and about, to get mm. a lot of kids outside, mm. yeah, to yeah. try it, it's a really exciting thing. Very few things managed to do that, and it's quite weird to think that a computer game is what got people outside. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, but normally yeah. we think it's like bringing them indoors one good thing about um,
1: I think 2 in particular was the secret areas on the levels mm. really enjoyed yeah. that aspect of it because mm. um, I don't know about you guys but when um, when I was playing it when it was first out there was loads of rumours about that oh you could do this certain grind to open a secret area and it yeah. was just absolute nonsense mm. but people would just make up these rumours around school and uh, and whatnot and cause there were some openings that, like there's two on the first level that you go to which is absolutely iconic um like with that grinding across the helicopter and then the helicopter crashing yeah. through uh, to open that snow bit up that's cool and then there's another hangar section just to your right as well that you can unlock i think that they were really fantastic i really like how
0: they've updated like the, the new the remaster i mean obviously the, the graphically they've improved like, I have to say, the remaster, I think, is one of the best remasters I think of any game I've ever played. They've done so well with it. Because mm. I, I was excited about it. I mean, things, the difference between like my hype for Tony, X was to get five, and this is that I knew one and two were great games, mm. whereas opposed to five was like a new thing. So you didn't really know what to expect. But graphically, it looks superb. And it, the greatness of it is that it plays just pretty much exactly as it used to. Yeah, yeah, no, it does, and it's got all like the classic, you know, the classic challenges and all that, <laughs> like the classic goals yeah. we just still struggle with. It's so, like the six scores. <laughs> I always struggle with the six scores. I'll, I'll never, I'll never get the six scores.
2: I don't think I can even get a pro well, score. Maybe,
0: <laughs> well, maybe not later on in in, in them, But what uh, what
1: kind of skates? What kind of a skater are you on the game? I just love grinding off of walls and getting grind
0: um yeah combos grind.
1: going. I like doing manuals.
0: I like mm. manuals. Like, I've been terrible playing. at manuals. <laughs> well, you you got to put all those stat points for your manuals, mate. <laughs> oh,
2: so you I've got to get the stats. stat
0: points first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Oh, it's such, i really enjoyed playing it as well. This, this new one. Because it's just totally sent me back to being a kid. Mm. I'm slightly disappointed with the multiplayer on the new one. Because at the moment, what it is... Well, actually, I, I'm having trouble actually connecting online to it. I don't know why. Because you're supposed to push the touchpad and then that's supposed to bring up like a menu for like online stuff. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps telling me I'm signing in and it just never actually does it. But my brother seems to be able to sign in. So oh, right. maybe it's just me. I don't know. Maybe they're staggering it if they're getting a lot of. Maybe. But I've looked online and I'm, I'm not the only person who's had this issue. So maybe it's a continual thing. But the, at the moment, uh, you can only there's only like group games. So you get put in with like like seven other skaters, mm. and then it's like whoever can pull off the biggest combo in like two minutes. And then there's certain other games as well, like you know graffiti, where you've got to like tag,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: objects that you yeah. that you skate off of, and things like that. But you can't actually play like with one other person, so you can't play horse online. Oh, right. which well, is disappointment. Nah. That's a little bit but, disappointing. But, yeah. But, but, yeah. but apparently, I've read that that might that's going to be patched in in the fall that you can play more with your party, as opposed to with other people. So that's what well, I'm well, looking for. So I'm hoping that's... When that comes out, that, that'll be a thumbs up for me. Um, so I've not really played the multiplayer. But, the thing is, if, when you think about the, the Tony's 1 2, it is actually quite... It's it's not a lengthy game, if you're pretty good at the challenges, then mm. the goals. You can get through it pretty quickly. But they've introduced a lot of challenges, which are like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that's added some real le- amount of longevity to it. Mm. So it's like pull off a forty thousand combo that includes a grind and a lip trick, etc. And then you, wow. then you, but then you unlock like a, a board or, or a special trick slot, or things like that. Mm. So that's, that's, that's going to add a lot to the game. And I can't wait yeah, to try it yeah. all of them. So I've created my character. He's got a flat cap, denim jacket, <laughs> jeans. Nice.
2: Yeah. I need to do that.
0: I've yeah. just been playing as Tony. <laughs> Well, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? But yeah, I just I, I just I just play through as me, on skater.
1: I'll be interested to see if the cheats work because I've not got the game myself yet, so well, i might got, give that a
0: go. Well, they've got what's called mods, mm. so they are cheats, but you don't have to put a cheat in for. They just. Oh right, them. okay. Well, oh, I think that would have been a nice touch to take you back a bit, put the
2: cheat codes in.
0: But yeah, you can't do these challenges with them on. Right, okay. That makes sense. That will disable it. It's,
2: how how would you um how would you compare the remaster to um the original HD touch up that they did a few, I think it was, a, was it was a few years ago
0: Yeah the Tony looks plus remaster uh, sorry the Tony it was like Prusky the HD, HD. wasn't it? yeah yeah it was on PS3 I think. I think so, yeah. I did play that I didn't really play much it there was something about it that um I don't know I just didn't feel right it's mm. it wasn't I don't think it was bad it wasn't just get five bad it was just, I don't know. I, I, it just didn't feel quite right. Mm. Maybe it wasn't quite the, the the upgrade I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Speaking about, That's, speaking yeah. speaking of Tony's push get five, just to compound my disappointment with it, is that the get the base game of it was four point six gig, right? And then there was a day one patch which was seven point seven gig. <laughs> <laughs> that was wow. crazy when that happened. Just like, did did you get to play without the patch? What was it like? <laughs> no, no I, I didn't. I just waited for it to finish, and then it was it's, still um, it was still
1: bad. So, <laughs> and it was there, also... like a little disclaimer on the cover saying that there is d- downloadable content when you put the disc in, pretty much.
0: Uh, well, it is an always online game, which mm. is another bad disappointment about it. But anyway, enough about that. We're not talking about <laughs> Prosket Five. It was crap. Don't play it ever.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but buy this new one because it's great. And they've actually put the heart and soul into it like Arcamis Visions. So, good on them.
2: They, they they are really
0: be- becoming, like,
2: the the remastered masters. Yeah. Because they've be been doing an incredible job. Yeah, the Insane <laughs> Trilogy. Um, they might have helped on Spyro. I'm not sure. I think it was more Toys for Bob helped on Crash. I think that's where they got their... Um, I suppose Reputation from doing the Spyro one and now going to be doing the new Crash one. But um, yeah, Vicarious Visions um, are doing amazing jobs for just, just remaking old games or remastering.
0: So, so what was your favourite level from the first two games? Oh, God. My, to be honest, mine was
1: the first level. I Where? never really complete... Yeah, yeah. My, I never really completed the story mode. Um, I mean, I got... I like the shopping mall as well. I think... I think that might be the second or third.
0: One. Um, I can't remember. Um, the The, the remaster one for the shopping mall is really quite intriguing because they've sort of. Because mm. I looked at uh, I was looking at like a side by side of the game. It's like it's incredible how much how accurate they've got it. Like mm. everything's, it's like everything's spaced out in the same layout from the old ones, mm-hmm. so that mm. you could do the same lines if you wanted to. Yeah, the mall is one of the most recognizable ones in terms of what that's, that they've changed. Because they've sort of like you know how in the first game is like a, a just an abandoned mall, really. Whereas yeah. this one, this one's they've actually made it quite derelict and really it looks like it's something that should be in the Last of Us. It looks really <laughs> oh, good. Cool. It's it's designed really well. So it's it's like it's got everything that was in the old one, but they, they've updated it to make it look just wow. abandoned. Yeah. yeah, it's it's oh, it's just done so well. And I think the lighting in the game has changed a lot of things as well. It's like the Venice Beach level, mm-hmm. which is my favorite level. On the hmm. second one, uh, that's it's got like graffiti on every single wall just about, and it's like got sunlight, but like dusk, sunlight coming up. it's just, it just looks gorgeous. It's just so good, so good, <laughs> so good. I can't wait to play more of it. Did any of you guys ever, did you, uh, you guys ever hear about the um, what became known as the Activision O2 brand? So actually, Tony Ox games actually sparked their own uh, Activision to launch like an own separate. Extreme Sports brand. Okay. So there was Matt um, Hoffman's I there, was Matt, that. there was Matt Hoffman's Pro BMX. Oh which yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Which I quite liked. And then there was um Sean Palmer's Pro Snowboard mm. which I played. And then there was also um, Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. And there was a few of those as well. But I only played the first two That I never played Kelly Slater's Pro Surfer. But they were quite good games but they never they never had the impact that like Tony Hawks did. Mm. But they, they were it was, it was quite incredible to see what those games launched that suddenly we saw this this market for extreme sports games, yeah, yeah. And I did like those other two games, I, I mm-hmm. really did. But because but the, things, the things were like um, show Palmer's Purse Nobody, obviously, there was like cool borders and before and SSX Tricky before, and weren't there? So I think yeah. that was that was trying to get into a bit of a difficult market, though, yeah. That one would have, yeah. <laughs> but my offense was quite good, not good. I think that had a sequel as well. But yeah, but then that fell by the wayside. But Tony Oaks just kept getting bigger and bigger. Well, until the later ones. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a shame how it all ended. But I
1: think definitely in the early two that early to mid two thousands it was yeah, because oh, peak
0: yeah yeah because I think from the first two underground two maybe they were largely good. Then after that. And then when when fifth came out, five came out. It was just like that was like the final nail in the coffin. It just yeah. I, I just remember the heart absolute heart wrenching, well gut wrenching disappointment of that. I just thinking well that's it that's that's these games over with isn't it? It's just you know his license expired. This this yeah, is it. We're, we're never going to get this out again. And then they've come back and done an amazing job, and I'm so thankful. I, I, I genuinely just like the sense of nostalgia playing it now is insane. It's just it's bringing back all those fun memories that I had as a kid. It <laughs> just really now, please go and remaster three and four. <laughs> that's what <laughs> we want. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, nah, it's it's going to be Tony Hawk Six now. Oh. yeah, that's it. Part of me, part of, <laughs> of me thinks that, but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if they can do a good job, do they want to take yeah. the risk? I don't know. Because three and four were great, but they start they started going into the PS2, three mm. and four. So.
1: They also
0: oh, right. came out for PS1 as well. But, yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, I'd actually I'd look at some of the video footage of them on the PS2, and it, graphically they look very good actually. Three and four. Mm. I mean, when you compare it to the like the uh, the blocky one and two. <laughs> obviously, the, the good thing about the new one as well is obviously the um the character models have all changed now isn't it, and I like how they've they've, they've, they've they're using like the modern skaters, uh, the catchmen's they they are now. Yeah. Yeah. Than, like <laughs> trying to recreate them as you, you're. You, you, you. Well, things all these people are still skating anyway. Yes, yeah, so still, still, uh, still going. But yeah, I, I can't say enough about Tony Hawk's yeah, Pro But I, sh- I probably should come to an end there. <laughs> <laughs> I, j- I just want more of them now. I want three and four,
3: mm.
0: and even Underground, because when Underground came along, that was sort of like Underground sort of changed the games, really, didn't it?
1: Yeah, I mean they built on all the uh, like
0: mi- mini game and options. What- um, well, one thing that I really I, I would have liked in this in this new one which which was introduced in Instagram was the ability to get off your board. Yeah,
2: you, you yeah that around. really
0: changed it, didn't it? Yeah. So then you could just go up and find a line. If you, if you saw something that was interesting you could go and particular. Whereas on the early ones you've kind of got like manoeuvre your character somehow by rolling into exactly the position you want to do it and then try and stop him before he just rolls off the... Yeah, but yeah that was good. But yeah. Anyway. I've got no more to say on it. Well, I have, but <laughs> I'll stop. We've, been going, we've been going off long enough. But yeah, what yeah. a great game. Well, what a great couple of games. Yeah, absolutely fantastic gameplay, music. It was
1: inclusive, and um, yeah. Personally, I'm really looking forward to playing the remaster.
0: Yeah, I'd highly encourage you to get it. Well worth the money. If you if you were if you were scared about whether it's going to be worth it or not, get it, folks. It's incredible. Best remaster ever. There we have it, I think. So, if you enjoyed listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release bi-weekly. Uh, you can visit our website at jokingdolphin.com where you post blogs, the Hall of Fame, and you can also get involved via our forum to continue the conversation. Also, feel free to follow us on all social media platforms. You can find Joking Dolphin on Facebook as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Wakanda forever. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.